Dear Chicago. Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there. Welcome to Foul Monkeys. This is Adam. And this is Jerry. You're listening to a gay podcast recorded out of Chicago, Illinois, and Los Angeles, California. This is episode 948 which we only remembered because the last one was 947 and we just recorded it. Yes, so Ricky is still at Thanksgiving in Virginia where they don't have electricity or internet. <laughs> or running water, I heard. No. Maybe he's in the out. <laughs> I wonder if they're looking at him weird because he's wearing shoes. <laughs> I can't, I listen. I know, he's not going to know. Uh, speaking of no shoes, yesterday I, was, I helped my friend Dennis who lives in Studio City, which is about a half hour away. Um, Mm -hmm. I was coming back home and studio city is, you have to be, you have to have money to live there. It's, it's kind of wealthy. Some guy at the gas station was gassing up his car barefoot, barefoot. And you could see his Winn-Dixie feet where he had been on the thing. I was like, I wanted to roll down the window and go disgusting. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, I went to college with a hippie girl who was a French horn major who didn't wear shoes until she had to. (laughs) It was like, until it gets cold, ain't no shoes on her feet. My friend Mary. I was like, my friend Mary went through a phase where she went barefoot all the time. And I was like, ugh. Mm -mm. Or she wore moccasins, like, because I was doing that Trail of Tears outdoor drama and we had to wear moccasins. And so she bought some and she would wear those everywhere too. I mean, I have a big love for boat shoes, which you hate for some reason. No. But they're like moccasin-esque, but like that's 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 my jam in the summer. I you just love your slip them on and go. You love your sparies. I do love it. That is, I mean, there's a lot of like stereotypically white things about me, I think, but that's one of the big ones. I wish I could wear Vans because I think they're so cute sometimes. Not like the skater high top ones, but like the lower canvas. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, they just like I have my insole and they're not very deep. So I feel like my heel is like right at the top of the shoe. So I'm just like, this doesn't feel good. (laughs) So I never get to buy them. And I'd love a pair of canvas shoes and they don't make kids for guys really. But like a pair Mm -hmm. of canvas shoes for the summertime that I could just slip on you know, with, with or without socks and just wear with whatever, you know, a pair of white ones or whatever. Well, you could get, you, they have canvas Sperry's. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> how <laughs> dare you? Oh my God. Um, we have some music to discuss. Um, I've, <laughs> I probably, you can, you'll, you'll post it on Facebook. Cause I'm not really on Facebook that much anymore. Well, I don't know. I'm um, still banned for two days. Cause somebody reported me on the foul monkeys website for booing the most wonderful time of the year meme. Two more days. Whoever reported me. Oh, damn. 30 days. That's some, you know, that's some shit. You know, what's funny is they, when I called them homophobic and said that there's no nudity, 
they said their reply was, we can't read your reply. You've 30 days banned. <laughs> it's like they didn't even try to look at it or to see if they were doing the right thing. I would send it again after 30 days are up. They'll probably block you again. I probably. Whatever. Oh, um, so I did, I have been making monthly playlists um, just for myself. Um, I haven't shared them on social media at all because I haven't really been on too much. Um, but I sent one to Jerry um, for November and we'll post it on the on the Facebooks. So maybe I'll, I'll post it myself. I'll do some actual work. Um, but it is uh, 50 songs long, 43 songs long because the entire Kylie album is on it. <laughs> Because you should listen to it. You should be listening um, to it, friends. You definitely should be listening to it. Um, there are some good songs on it. There's some stuff that I'm like iffy. Sometimes I take stuff off. Um, Jerry does not like that I put the new Billie Eilish on it, um, which is what a very did, Billie Eilish. Well, what did you What did you say yesterday when you were like, um... Is there something wrong with me if I like the new Billie Eilish song? And I was like, who is this? Who are you? Of course. Yes. I liked Bad Guy from the last album. And then they had to ruin it with Justin Bieber. Judy uh, Garland did not die on the toilet at 46 for us to call Billie Eilish a singer. Um, it's fun, though. We should play a little bit of it. And All right. I'll play a little bit. Okay, wait. I have to share my screen. It's called Therefore I Am. And it's very Billie Eilish sounding, so. Oh, oh, shit. Hold on. I forgot to share my sound. You'd oh, think Lord. I'd know, you'd think I'd know how to do this right now. I know, right? But, you know, those listeners, those listeners that are um, used to Zoom, you, you know what it is. I don't play with it, nigga. What I the don't fuck? play with it. <laughs> that was not <laughs> it. I already hate it. Hate it. doesn't know how to project does she it's just mumbling into that's her part of her shtick i was gonna i tried to tell you to fast forward a little bit that's fine um okay. no you don't it's the same it's not going to change your mind um oh suck my cherry what's this oh, haku cans yeah okay let's play that This is from that movie Freaky, which I really want to see. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's it's what the album cover says. Mm, um, okay. If you guys haven't heard about it, it's a kind of a it's a murder version of Freaky Friday. A teenage girl switches places with Vince Vaughn, who's a serial killer, like a Freaky Friday thing, and it's uh -huh. supposed to be absolutely hilarious. And the the 
girl that plays the teenager just goes for broke on the reviews that I said. They're like, wow, she did such a great job. Huh. I didn't know. I haven't heard of this. I would, um, it sounds like I think I would like that. Um, Oh, we should probably play the Miley and Dua song because Ricky really likes that. And I've been meeting. I revisited it and like, it's not, it didn't set my world on fire. It's good. But I wasn't like, oh my God, this is my new favorite song. (laughs) All right. This is for Ricky. You know, I have to say, I, I feel like that they like to try to do like the disc, like Donna Summer used to do, where kind of have like an intro that's almost a cappella before like the beat starts. Oh, yeah. I'm fine. So. With that. Oh, like yeah, yeah. But it just makes me kind of giggle that that's like, you know, that was like a Donna Summer staple. And oh, now sure. everybody wants to do it. Anyway, back to the song. No, you're right. Um, uh, not very many people, I think, would be a good duet with Dua because of her, the, yeah. how low her voice is. But Miley's a nice match for her. Like, they've kind of yes. got the same kind of range. I think Dua's got a little bit of a higher range than Miley. Mm-hmm. But Miley's got that big belt. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they, they sound nice together. They do sound really good together. And, like, I, it gives me a little bit of, like, modern Pat Benatar a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I could hear Pat Benatar singing the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I like it, but like I said, it's not like an extraordinary song. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, one, I did, I think you'll like this. Okay, let's talk about a couple of things. Um, Paloma Faith has a new album. I've always mm-hmm. been a little on the fence with her. Like she makes some good music. Mm-hmm. And I I think she's an interesting singer and I think she's incredibly talented. It's also similar to um, like Marina from Marina and the Diamonds has a new song out as well. Mm-hmm. Both of them, I'm like, wow, you're really talented. You have a great voice, but nothing, none of the songs ever really, really stand out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but this new album, Paloma Faith is pretty good um, on this new album. Infinite Things is the album. I like Supernatural, Monster, and Gold. I wouldn't be able to tell you, like, ranking, but Supernatural might be my new favorite. Album. All right, let's take a listen. Not like a
that's pretty good. I like her voice. Yeah, I like her voice too. Um, like I said, I like, some of the material doesn't like set my life. I like her, her look. She's always kind of bohemian in how she dresses and everything. Right, yeah. She's got like kind of like like a couture vibe, but also like weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so check out that album if you want. It's pretty good. Um, I did want to ask you, have you heard of Fickle Friends? No. So I've liked them for a while. They have like kind of that, they've had it for a while, kind of like that like late 80s poppy sort of like vibe, like that last song, um, very synthy sort of thing, but they've been doing it for years. And I think it's since it's in vogue now, I think they're getting a little bit bigger, but they have mm-hmm. a new song out um, called Million. So give it a listen. a little bit reminds me of some other group and I just can't think of them right off the top of my head the way she phrases things mm-hmm. and I can't think of what it was think who it is I'll think well, of it I, later I do love a little boy girl interaction on the vocals mm-hmm. um which fickle friends does have um mm-hmm. they do male and female vocals um but it's kind of like I said it's got that maybe it's not like it's not like like dance. That song particularly isn't very dancey, but it's kind of like a little, a little alpha beady, a little rock setty, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. So, You've um, got a BTS song on here. What are you, 15? I mean, I like to stay a little young. Um, <laughs> I it's there is a lot out right now that I do like. Um, so we'll share that. Um, with the whole Kylie album on it, which we need to say not only congratulations for, again, being the only female artist to have a number one album in the UK in five decades, which we may have mentioned. Um, but top, she also... Top 10 most number one albums as well in the UK. Right. She passed she knocked, up. She kicked off a bunch of people off the top 10 list because of it. Yep. Um she passed George Michael, rest his soul. Um, Barb Streisand. And Streisand. Um, this is in the UK, but um, she's doing well in the US as well. Yeah. She was um, uh, number two in physical sales out of the entire Billboard charts. That's that, amazing. That's crazy. Um, 
And she had her first number one album on the uh, dance electronic albums chart. On Billboard in America. That's that's crazy. In America, yeah. Um, so props to her. She's doing well. The It's not really a singles game for older artists anymore, but her, I mean, she's at least on the charts with Say Something in Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just proud of her. She sent a little thank you to me um, in the form of an autograph. It was really sweet. Um, I'll have to send her a card. Since you bought 25 copies of it on all the different vinyls. (laughs) (laughs) I I did not buy the double glow in the dark. It sold out. I'm going to regret it probably because I could have bought it. But also like I have almost all of them. I have everything but the black vinyl so far. So... I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm like, I love you, Kylie, but I don't need the glow in the dark vinyl. It's fine. <laughs> um, it is almost Christmas. It's almost time for Christmas music. It is. I, so we all know that Mariah, everybody calls her queen of Christmas. Um, Jerry loves her. No, not Jerry. Mickey, Ricky. sorry, wrong. Post. I do like Ricky the All I Want for Christmas is You. I do have to listen to that at Christmas time. It's ubiquitous. It's going to be everywhere. But I was going to say my favorite thing is like all of the memes of her being like, get ready. <laughs> um, but she, I don't know. That's it is literally the best modern Christmas song that there is. Um, I really only listen to two Christmas albums. I listen to Sharon Jones and Dap Keen's uh, Christmas oh, songs. Oh, so good. Yes. Such a good album. And then I listen to Kylie Christmas, and that's about it. Every once in a while, I'll throw on Darlene Little, Little's album, Christmas album. Darlene Love? La- Darlene Love, sorry. Damn. I know. Um, I, have the, I have the Merry Christmas from Philly's Records, which Darlene Love is on. Um, it's the Phil Spector one. Um, I have, I'll I'll listen to that. I'll listen to Motown Christmas. I have that on vinyl. Kylie, I have Mariah. I will. Georgia let me play it like once a season. That's it. Like I only get one chance to play the new kids on the block Christmas album. (laughs) That's for Aunt Nicole. Yes. Um, which I bought it for her a couple years ago, I think for Christmas on CD. Um, but I just funky funky Christmas. It's classic. Is, it's a classic. It's fucking terrible, but it's so hilarious and so bad. Um, I'll play now, that. This one for it. This one's for the children. Is from that album, right? Yes, this one's for the children. Is on that album. Which this one's for the children is just so so bad. <laughs> That's uh. Now they've got a talk intro to that one too, right? If I remember I, I correctly. Yes, yes. It's just so bad and dramatic. And also, they're like 18 or 19 at the time singing this one's for the children. It's just absurd. Um, what other... I'm trying to think of what other Christmas albums. I have a handful um, that I'll pop on. Oh, I, I will put on... Um, I have a very special Christmas one and two, I believe. Oh, yeah. With the um, Keith Haring oh. artwork. Oh, Madonna's version of Santa Baby is so terrible. It's not very good. It's no, it's good. awful. She's singing in that who's that girl voice. 
yep. that she has. It's rough. I don't like, like that. That's on that's on the first one. But I'll yeah. tell you what's been great. Um, Pointer Sisters Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Um, the Eurythmics do a really weird version of Winter Wonderland, but it's also kind of wonderful. <laughs> it like starts with this really creepy synth intro and, and um, with Annie Lennox's kind of husky alto singing the, uh, uh, the intro. And you're just like, what the fuck is this like science fiction version of this song? But then it kicks in and it's pretty traditional, but it's really good. It's really good. I'd give it a shot. That always reminds me of all those... Um albums that came out in the late 80s and 90s like the red hot and blue and all the red hot and whatever's that they did for yes. all the different charities i still listen to a, f- a few songs from the red hot and blue the cole porter um yeah one where they all did the covers but i only had like a certain one like because annie lennox does uh one and it's i'm like this is so slow and it's so ballady i just can't i'm gonna go to sleep yeah. <laughs> even yeah. though it's a good song and it's a good cover of it but i'm just like i i, I need to pep this up a little bit yeah. Um, I, uh, Nina Cherry is my favorite part of the Red Hot and Blue album. Mm-hmm. Um, she does, I've Got You Under My Skin, and it's really good. Um, what else is good on there? Speaking at uh, least, Stan is on there. Yes, Jody Watley does After You. Oh, yeah, that's good, too. And uh, Sinead O'Connor's um, version of, um, oh, what song does she sing? Um, you do something to me. Yes, that was one of those things where I'm like, oh my god, she can really sing. She can really, really sing. And um, I remember that video. She had the blonde wig, and mm-hmm. she just looks so beautiful. It's um, that's a that is a good that's a good album. It's a little um, some of it is a little dated, mm-hmm. um, but. I it's it's good. I will always like I have Red Hot and Dance on vinyl because fucking George Michael's Too Funky, Too Funky is uh, maybe one of my favorite, like probably in one of my top 20 favorite songs of all time. Like mm-hmm. Too Funky is just so good. And that video. <laughs> that's are we having a moment of silence for the video? And, and you um, were like seven, seven or eight when it came out. <laughs> I. I fucking loved it. I was obsessed with it because it's got it's um, all the supermodels. There's very little, if any, crossover with the Freedom video, but it was um, they're on a catwalk and fucking um, who is the the older the uh, the older model actress that they have? Um, I don't remember. I haven't seen that video uh, in years. Julie Newmar. It's Julie Newmar. It's, oh. I wanted to say, yeah. It's I was like it's either her or possibly Lee Merriweather. I knew it was a Catwoman. Um, but it's probably Julie, probably crossover. Julie Yeah. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Because um, <laughs> Freedom had like Cindy Crawford. And Naomi and um, Linda Evangelista. And, yeah. Um, Linda Evangelista is in Too Funky. That might be the only crossover. But um, I know Tyra's in it as well. Because Tyra's wearing like this like vibrant like peacock green and it just looks so good on her what's i it always makes me think of top model when they would be going you have to be able to do all this and you have to be able to talk and i I always was like what models got to speak besides cindy crawford and then tyra nobody else they let talk and every time janice dickinson would go on and on i'm like bitch you didn't get to talk 
nobody wanted to hear your voice. Um, Christy Turlington. Did she get to do some stuff? Yeah, Christy Turlington was like in some stuff. Um, and who was Nikki? Minaj. Nikki Taylor? <laughs> Not Minaj. Um, wait, wait, was it Nikki I Taylor? Who, which one? Her sister died, but is it that? Is that the right one? Yes, Nikki Taylor's sister died, and Chrissy Turlington had like lung cancer, super young or something like that. And Kathy Ireland got to speak. Kathy Ireland too. Was Kathy? Are we calling Kathy Ireland a supermodel? She was. She was Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. She was a pretty big model. She wasn't like runway though. Uh, that I don't remember. I only know that she was like the boys in the dorms always had her pictures up. And then she yeah. had her Kmart line. <laughs> she did have a Kmart line, which I'm not trying to judge because we talk about Jacqueline Smith and we love some Jacqueline Smith, but Martha Stewart had a Kmart line. She did. Speaking of Martha Stewart um, and crossing over to Snoop Dogg, um, Snoop Dogg is the new spokesperson for SodaStream. I saw that. That is so funny. <laughs> I... I never thought that I would. SodaStream is like my most used appliance. Me too. I've had the same one since 2000. I think it's it's 10 years old now. It's still going. Yeah. Did you experience the like fucking SodaStream um, CO2 drought that happened? During- yes. And you couldn't exchange them here for like two months. Like you, they mm-hmm. wouldn't exchange it. You had to either buy a new one, which I was like, why am I going to pay $25 for another one? I had three canisters, so I had to join SodaSense, which is an, it, it, to mail them in. Well, I, yeah. at first I ordered from SodaStream, and I got free shipping. And yeah. then I had to join this other thing because then it was like you know 15 or $20 to ship, and I was like, God damn. But then Bed Bath yeah. & Beyond started exchanging again. So, But if you, don't, if you don't hit it right, you won't get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, we just got ours like a couple weeks ago and i was like fine finally because fucking uh like Lacroix and shit is expensive i drink Lacroix is expensive yeah and your new job doesn't uh, provide Lacroix. no well no my new job does um i honestly don't like Lacroix is whatever like i i'll drink it because i like fizzy water but um i need it but my new job was getting Spindrift, and Spindrift is the titties. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but I'm doing, right now I'm drinking a Kroger seltzer. It's cranberry lime. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, if I drink it during the week, like I'll drink one during work, and I'll like be concerned for a second that I'm drinking like a cocktail, because it is kind of like a vodka soda with lime a little Ooh. bit. Without like kick. you can't like I'm like I'm like is there is there a little bit of stoli in this? Only after two. I uh, I I don't. If it, the soda stream's working, I don't buy the cans. I just I have my bottles. And uh, I started going yeah. back to acupuncture, and he was like, Ooh. "You need to drink, you know, room temperature or warm water." So I haven't been putting it in the fridge because he said it gets my blood flowing and my energy going. And also that I need to drink ginger tea and orange tea. Because he said orange tea will give you energy and green tea will make your uh, blood. He's like, my blood's too slow. 
is what he said. Because oh, it's cold. At least that's what I thought. His his accent is very heavy. It's going to take a little while for my ear to adjust to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm always uh, afraid he's going to leave one needle on the top of my head. I don't know why. <laughs> that reminds me of the episode of AbFab where um, she has a uh, foot injury. Her foot hurts. And it turns mm-hmm. out there's an acupuncture needle stuck in it. But <laughs> she's only ever had cranial ac- acupuncture. <laughs> So it it harpooned its way through her body. <laughs> I, there, the, one time an acupuncturist left one needle on like the side of my leg. And so when I flipped over, I kicked it. And it, so it kind of was like, blah, 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 blah. she was like, oh, sorry. And then she pulled it out. But after that, I've been so paranoid. And I like have to count in my head as they're doing it. I'm like, one, two, three, four. And then, then they take them out and I'm counting backwards, you know, so they don't leave it in again. Well, that can't be too relaxing then. Aren't you supposed to relax during acupuncture? Well, it's fine. Like there's only a couple places that hurt. Like the inside, mm-hmm. like where the in the part in between your uh, first finger and your thumb, that always hurts. And that's a big spot where they put it. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other day he put one on the, like near my calf and it, it must've hit a muscle that was like tight or something because it kind of mm-hmm. stung. But other than that, yeah. I usually don't. Cupping, I used to hate because I would just be so tense while the cups were on my back. Um, but now I kind of find it relaxing. So I've I'm just done... like Gwyneth Paltrow with my my cupping marks on the back of my backless dress. Oh Lord, steam <laughs> your vagina! Um, I've never done acupuncture or cupping, but when I had physical therapy on my shoulder a while ago, and they did like the deep needle. Like where they use like the really thin ones that like you don't really feel go in, but they like do it right into your muscle or whatever. And that shit was wild. (laughs) It like, it really, it really, really worked. But it, when it hit the muscle, it felt like it was on fire for a second. And then my muscle, it was like a muscle that you don't like pay attention to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like one of those like ones that does shit that you don't really like realize. So this fucking muscle like in my shoulder somewhere just started fluttering. Like it was mm-hmm. like, and then like my whole body was all twitching and shit. It was wild. Every once in a but while, like a, I'll be in acupuncture and it'll just be just right. And, you know, things will be off, but then I'll have like a, a spasm or a jerk in like the leg. And I'm like, oh, don't come down wrong on the needles or it'll go further. <laughs> I might maybe I should try acupuncture or something I don't fucking know for some reason my insurance doesn't pay for chiropractor but they pay for acupuncture which makes zero sense but whatever it's fine I know it doesn't it's so silly but okay I'll I'll use it if you're gonna pay for it I'll use it Mm, I hate insurance companies I know Well, not to not to digress into some old man talk again. This is what's wrong with insurance. Oh, um, so did you see that on HBO Max they're going to have Wonder Woman 1984 for a month, as well as in the theaters? I did see that. Um, we just signed up for our own HBO Max, so we don't have to steal it from people anymore. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> you're welcome, as, HBO. I signed in as Larry Lame. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Um, there's a bunch of stuff 
that George has wanted to watch on there, like as far as like rom-coms, like I caught him watching The Beautician and the Beast the other day. My God, it's still so funny. Morgan and I watched that and he does, he's not a Fran Drescher fan, but he was he was cackling through some of it. He's like, this is really funny. I I really like Fran Drescher. Um, I get why people are a little bit like love or hate about her. Um, but it's better, it's better than you expect. It's still like kind of a terrible movie, but it is funny. It's very funny. All I gotta say is somebody needs to start streaming all of the nanny, because that shit. Roku channel had seasons one and two. And those there's some of those episodes that I'm still laughing at. And just like oh, it's the first time I heard it. And yeah. sometimes Sylvia, the mom, she's so yeah. hilarious. She said she gained so much weight doing that because I had her eaten the whole time. And she would just oh, eat. Yeah. She gained like 50 pounds doing the show. <laughs> that show is fucking hysterical. Um, we just started Watchmen. Oh, yeah, it's good. Um, that's like a once a week thing for us, probably, because mm-hmm. it's so intense. Um, right. And there's only so many, so we want to extend it. But we love, um, like, Regina King is queen. Like, she's amazing. After you finish Watchmen, you should watch Lovecraft County. Lovecraft Country, I believe. Country, yeah. Um, and I will, I've heard like it starts really strong, but it kind of peters off a little bit. It's not that great towards the end. Oh, I liked um, it. We're probably going to do that. We might do Raised by Wolves. Raised by Wolves is weird. It's like Ridley Scott, again, starts off really strong and then Ridley Scott just does. And you're like, what? Okay. What? I just, we don't watch that much TV. Well, I don't watch that much TV. George George does. Um, I just like, sometimes I just don't want to sit and do it, but we try to watch like one show together per night. So mm-hmm. we're doing that. We're doing The Mandalorian. Um, I still watch my old lady mysteries. I got to watch my Murdoch, Murdoch mysteries. Well, Murder, She Wrote is all on Peacock Network. So if you want to use download that app, all of them are available. You just had to watch... They have a few commercials during the episodes. And then it's otherwise free? Yes. Um, some of the stuff you have to pay for, like you have to, like some of the newer stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just watching Murder, She Wrote for right now. So, I, you know, well, just sit through commercials for a little while. If you don't think I have all of the I know. I'm mostly telling plus, our listeners. <laughs> plus the TV movies, um, which... <laughs> I remember seeing it in the past, but we haven't watched the TV movie where Jessica Fletcher's ancestor solves slavery with Felicia Rashawn. It's it's not um, she doesn't she doesn't solve the problem of slavery, but she's um, it's a very weird one. It's it's weird. It's set in the antebellum South, and it's. Jessica Fletcher's ancestor and Felicia Rashad's ancestor team up to solve a murder and also now, is it Felicia Rashad or is it Claire Huxtable relative <laughs> like they did a crossover oh my god oh, I wish they did a crossover no it's Felicia Rashad um which <laughs> I, yeah it's wild um but yeah anyway that's that's pretty much all I got I gotta I have books to read we can talk about some books. I need to read Patty Lupone's autobiography. My God, so, you're about 10 years behind on that. 
look, I know. I was like going pretty strong for a while and then I stopped. Um, so I have like a stack of books that's, that's in there. Um, I did, I just started reading some Agatha Christie again, which I've like read all of them, but I love her, obviously old lady mysteries. I'm reading the first Hercule Poirot novel right now. I get the large print. So I really feel like I'm an old lady. (laughs) Um, I just read the final Hercule Poirot curtain. Um, I read, uh, death on the Nile and I was like, and it's good. And I, what's f- some of the weird stuff, like they change for the movie. And then I read like the BBC series change some other stuff. And I'm like, okay, I guess there are some kind of extraneous characters in that. that you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't really know why they're in this book, but whatever, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I was reading something that sometimes you have to be careful with Agatha Christie because she can be a little racist sometimes. Yes, yes. So... She- it's a little you you have to be like, uh, all right, well, well this is of a time. Of a time. Um they're very well structured. I also love watching like the BBC app adaptations. Um again, because I'm a 65-year-old retired school teacher. Now you don't have Brit Box, do you? You just have um the other one. I, I do the other one, Acorn. 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 Yeah. Britbox doesn't have a whole lot that I like. I guess they have all the all the Mrs. Marple and uh, the the Agatha Poirot. Christie stuff. Yeah, Poirot. Because sometimes the I think Netflix gets the because they just did like a bunch of like all star adaptations. Um, it's like Bill Nye was in one. Um, uh, Kim Cattrall's in one. Rufus Sewell's in one. Um, oh yeah, he was on one on Amazon. Yeah, Charles Dance is in one, um, but those were all on Amazon, I think. But like, those are worth checking out as well. So. Oh, speaking of Kim Cattrall, she has a new TV series. It's a total like 1980s soap opera. It's called Filthy Rich, where she's a televangelist, and um, her husband is um, oh, he's married to Delta Burke in real life. Get Gavin. Get Gerald McGraney. He's the he's the pastor and he goes down in a plane crash, you think. And then you're like, is he dead or is he he a figment of their imagination? But it's all, you know, he has three bastard children that are she finds out about in the will. And uh, oh. so they have to come on and one of them owns like a porn site. And one of them's a Hispanic like MMA fighter. And the other one grows weed. And then he has his two other children, but there's musical numbers in it. Oh shit. Well, because it's like, you know, the they they own a they're a televangelist, so they have a TV station. Uh, uh, and okay. my uh my friend Aaron Lazar plays uh one of the televangelists. I'm like, oh Aaron, you are such a Jew, and here you are playing like a <laughs> Protestant. <laughs> but he's just got this amazing Broadway belt. So they have him doing his like Jesus numbers. And he's, oh. he's a good actor. He's so good at playing a dick. And he's such a nice guy. Huh. Well, I will have to check that out. But all that's missing is shoulder pads. Uh, but it's total 80s soap opera. Well, check that out, listeners. And perhaps I will as well. Probably not, to be perfectly honest with you. Because it took me years to do watch. So. I think it's like, it's either an Australian or a New Zealand uh, remake. Okay. 
of a show from okay. Australia or New Zealand, and then so it's an American version of it. Interesting. I know. I can't remember which one well, it is. I'm, it's not the same. They're the same thing. I just don't remember which one it is. Inspired by. Yes. So any um, Kiwis well, out there, don't be like, we're not the same as Australians. I know that, boo. I just don't remember which one it is. Um, if you know, let us know. No, we'll probably yeah. just look it up. Let me Google that for you. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I should get going because I actually have to pee now that I drink all that water. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I gotta... I might, might want to go... Um, I don't want to go out and do Christmas shopping, but there's this like free trade pop-up store where oh you get God. like... What? Where you could go be a vegan and do CrossFit. Look. It's, free tra- it's free trade. <laughs> it's got some cute shit, and I was thinking about some holiday gifts. That's all. Um, but it's not like something you would shop online, obviously. Mm. So we'll see. I don't know if I want to go out into the world today. Just take your whore, to be- take your whore bath, splash some water on your hush, and go on out. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks for listening everyone um if ricky comes back from the sticks ever as long as he doesn't get i don't know murdered by some trick in a trailer Uh, he's talking about some messaging us about some of those people out there out in the sticks saying hey can you give me a ride and then let's hook up i'm like (laughs) that's like in oklahoma where you'll see things it was like don't ask me i'm not a taxi service if you don't have a car then we ain't hooking up you got to put your foot down sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know, when the wind dixie feet come over, you don't want to surprise. <laughs> All oh right, friends. God. All right. Thanks again for listening, and we'll Thanks. see you later. Yes, bye. Uh, Thank you for getting foul with foul monkeys, and we hope you enjoyed the show. You can send feedback, dick pics, or marriage proposals to foulmonkeys at gmail.com. You can also leave us sexy messages or some really heavy breathing at 863-666-0377. Ask us questions and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at foulmonkeys. You can also join us over at the Facebook page where things can get really, really dirty. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there.